Greetings and welcome to the Chief Yuya podcast. This is Chief Yuya. Let's talk about Christmas. Let's let's get into it for a moment. Um, this one will be very brief, but um, you know today is December twenty sixth, two thousand nineteen, and of course we're leading into the Gregorian of twenty twenty or two thousand and twenty. And um, I'm seeing among the uh, individuals who have chosen to walk the path and walk the way of Anu, um, there seems to be some confusion among some and um, a little bit of angst as it relates to Christmas and I suppose holidays in general, uh, maybe holidays and even holy days. You know, what does one do once we discover that so much of what we've been told is false, so much of what we've been told have been deliberate lies. Where does that leave me uh, in my pursuit to want to not only assimilate to some degree with uh, those I consider to be my family and friends all these years, but also uh, what is what are my alternatives to some of the experience that maybe I've had for 10, 15, 20, 30 years or longer, you know, as it relates to family gatherings, festivities and celebrations, so forth and so on. So, you know, um, I have a uh, just a small window of time, as you can hear. There's, there's a there's a good amount of background noise around me, so I'm trying to squeeze this one in <laughs> really quickly. But I wanted to get into Christmas, and the first thing, let me start here um, for you, our new listeners. We don't do Christmas, all right. So let's just start there. We don't do Christmas. We don't do Xmas. We don't do either one. So if you choose to do that as an as a member of, of Anu Life Global Ministries, that's between you and uh, the creator of your path and in your life and your way. But understand that what we do is based upon divine laws that um, the ark creators have handed to those who have that striping or that marking or that belonging to the Anu or those who are from heaven, which is not everyone. So everyone doesn't have to do the same thing. Some some of you are making yourselves into earthlings by um, taking that original creation that you were created in and remaking yourself in the form of the world and the third dimension, the physicality and the, and the social engineering and the social plotting of the earth. And then some are seeking to make themselves or continue to be made by the potters of the divine uh, heavenly forces. And those potters or those those architects, um, those crafters are um, part of the evolutionary forces of Anu. So, again, I'm speaking to my new people and the rest of you. you know, don't don't worry about it. Do you know, enjoy your your time with your, your family and friends and exchange your gifts or eat your meals or whatever it is that you do. If it's Or if it's nothing, that's on you. Um, again, my job is to speak to Anu. So with that being said, um, we don't associate with the secular. We don't associate with the world. We're not sheep. Um, and it's something really important for you to understand about Christmas. And I know it's, it's a tough one because a lot of times... There's so much um, nostalgia wrapped up in the idea of Christmas and maybe even guilt wrapped up in it. And we feel we should do something. So what some do is they, you know, I had, I had spoken to someone and 
uh, he let me know that he and his family were doing like a silent protest. He was visiting his family uh, for the for the holidays, and uh, they were not eating. You know, he and his wife they did not eat any of the food, and they weren't even talking to anyone in the room. And you know, he said this was his way of hopefully setting an example. And of course, you know, I shared with him it's great that you um, are seeking to do something beyond uh, what you're what you've been programmed to do. But sadly, <laughs> you know, I had to tell him. I said you're still commemorating that day. Just the fact that you're visiting with family that day. You could have visited with family any day, you know, but you chose that day. There's other days that you have off. There's, you know, the, the Christmas day is not the only day that you have off that you can go visit your family. And, you know, whether you sit there and eat or not, whatever they're celebrating still becomes the, the supreme, right? So one of, the, one of the issues that comes up very often for people is how do I speak about my family who are Christians, about Christmas, right? And for some of you, when you come into an alternative way of looking at the world, you seek to throw everything out that you probably didn't even understand to begin with. And that's not wise. You know, um, when I came to a point in my own maturation, uh, as far as my awareness to recognize that, okay, maybe I'm, I'm, you know, everyone's not really seeing what I'm seeing. And something special has been given to me as a gift. I didn't necessarily stop drinking water. You know, I didn't necessarily stop wearing shoes or, you know, no longer cease to wear clothing or anything like that because that clothing or those shoes or that water was, was you know, delivered to me by those who were unaware and unconscious or the clothing was made by those who, you know, might be considered uh, rebels and and defying outlaws to the sanctity and, and the peacefulness of the universe, you see. So, but I knew I can maybe still get water and I can still eat food, you know, but I don't necessarily have to celebrate and worship those things anymore as I did before. And I'm aware of when I'm celebrating or worshiping something. So uh, sometimes I've heard individuals when they heard, when they hear me quote from the Quran, or they hear me quote from from the, the Tanakh or the Torah, you know, or even the Bible, it goes over their head. And they think and they say, oh, yeah, chief, I see you're still struggling with that Christian thing. I'm, I've never struggled with the Christian thing. Not one day in my life. I never, ever struggled with the Christian thing. Okay, so to make it very clear, um, I'm not a Christian and never had that struggle. Um, it's important to understand that we're all called to do different things. And, you know, your leaders or your teachers or your chiefs, you know, your guides, they know more than you and they have more insight than you. And you don't want to try to assimilate what you are to them. That's the same thing we do when we try to assimilate ourselves to the highest archetypes and, you know, uh, the call to prayer. So we're going to have a call to prayer. I don't know if you can hear it in the background. So that means it must be uh, about three o'clock. All right. So I got a, I got a boogie. <laughs> so let me hurry up and get through this. But like I said, don't ever think that those who, you know, know, don't know what you know. 
okay? And don't assume that you know what they know. All right, it's just something very important. And, I, and I'm saying that, that long intro before I speak because I don't want you to get turned off because I'm giving you, um, uh, I don't, I don't want to use the word artillery or ammunition or defense, <laughs> but I'm giving you some tools uh, to have maybe some more sane conversation with those of, you, uh, those of your family and friends who may be, still be very much invested in Christianity. A lot of times when you're coming into your awakening and you're having peop- conversations with people who are committed to different systems and there's a disagreement, you just, you kind of at a loss for words. You know, you, you may know like, listen, I know I'm not, you know, I know this isn't right or I know that isn't right, but I just don't really know how to put it in words, especially when they start hammering you with scriptures or they just start hammering you with logic and, and, and reason. And one of the, one of the, the easy things which makes it, you know, for those of you who are walking the path of Anu, you know, what makes it really easy is you don't have to step outside of someone's jurisdiction to convince them of anything. In fact, you shouldn't be convincing anyone of anything. You don't need to. And it's really a, it's, it's a disrespect to the truth. It doesn't, it doesn't need your convincing. You know, it's much older than you, you, and you or I, <laughs> you know, so you don't, you don't ever have to worry about doing that. And you shouldn't even try. You shouldn't even try because uh, the truth is those who have hear, ears to hear will hear and the rest won't. <laughs> Plain and simple. They just won't. You can talk to you blue in the face and you can waste a lot of time trying to convince people that really don't give a darn about what it is that you're talking about. All right. And let me tell you something. Um, things are changing rapidly in the world. You know, everyone is, is putting up their little memes and stuff because we're going into 2020. And, you know, next year we're doing it real big and I'm doing it different. And I'm about to delete a lot of people out of my phone book. And, you know, I'm going to unfollow a lot of people. You know, every year it's the same bull crap. But, but, but here's the thing, you know, um, you know, all the horrible stuff that happened in 2019. All of the police brutality and, you know, um, all of the missing children, all of the pedophile rings that were busted up, which is, of course, why they got to get Trump out of office, because <laughs> unlike previous presidents, he hasn't turned a blind eye to stuff like that. But that's another subject. But um, but just all of the horrible things that have happened. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about about what's going to happen in 2020. Let me give you let me give you a prophecy that will encourage you, because I know we went through some really rough things in 2019 and we saw some really horrific things from natural disasters to, again, abductions to deaths. Uh, A lot of rappers were murdered, things like that. So let me give you something to encourage your soul. 2020 is going to be even worse. Okay, it's going to be even worse because check this out. 2019 was worse than 2018. And 2018 was worse than 2017. 2017 was worse than 2016. And 2016 was ugly. It was ugly. You seeing a pattern here? Things are getting progressively worse. They're not getting better. They're getting worse. They have to get worse. Because how else would you really be able to 
trust and have faith and finally believe that the things that you're being taught by all these hierarch deities are actually the truth and are applicable if you don't get an, an opportunity to implement them into your lives. So things are going to continue to uh, ferment and decay and decay into a whole bunch of nothingness. All right. 2020 is going to be even worse. So if you're not prepared, um, you're going to be screwed. Plain and simple. All right. So let's let's go back to the Christmas thing. And, and this is why I say I'm going to give you this information so you can have these these conversations or maybe it, it can be a one time thing with these individuals who you have love for and who say they have love for you or vice versa. And then you can move on with your life <laughs> and um, do something different. All right. You can get it done and over it. Let's start here. No one knows when Christ was born or, or Yahshua HaMashiach. Now, in this dispensation of time, people use the term Jesus Christ, uh, which, of course, is, is incorrect. Um, but, you know, whether it's you, you're saying Jesus or you're saying uh, Yahshua, again, um, either one, I had to step away for a moment. So um, neither one was born on December 25th, I think right before I stepped away. I was saying that whether you use the correct term Yahshua or, or you, you're saying um, Jesus, no one knows when when Jesus was actually born. There was something that did occur around uh, December 25th, and which is where we, we get Hanukkah from. So a lot of times I know when you're speaking to your family, uh, one of the first things that they'll say to you is that, you know, well, you know, you'll say, well, why are we celebrating? You say, well, this is when we celebrate when Christ was born. Okay, well, no. <laughs> or at least can you prove to me? Can you show me where uh, we know that that's when uh, Yeshua the Christ was actually born? Now, the first thing I, w- I want to say when it comes to this, and again, I'm speaking to Anubians, and I know, again, a lot of times it's a very touchy subject when you're uh, with your families and you know, again, it gives you an opportunity to define family. You know, are we are we just relatives or are we actually family? Because are we are we sharing a, a righteous culture in common? Are we are we striving together collectively to redeem ourselves um, to where we're supposed to be in the universe, or are we just um, collectively celebrating social convention? convention? So. Um, you know, the other thing is that Christmas is not in the Bible. Look all through it. You're not going to see Christmas. Christmas is not in the Bible. Neither is Xmas, you know. And um, I'm going to, I'm just giving you some things to consider. Um, I, I, and I'm again, I'm not trying to arm you. So now you can go kick open the door and say, look at grandma, you know, and, and start kicking over the, the spice cakes and everything and with the things I'm saying. But, you know, I know, I know how lonely it can feel sometimes, you know, when, you're striving to live a certain way and um, you're surrounded by those who just really don't care because they've adopted a custom and a tradition that um, has nothing to do with being righteous and how lonely that can be, you know, and especially when you're when you're ridiculed as a result of you trying to take a stance. And, you know, one of the first things that you should know is that, um, you know, at one point Christmas was outlawed and in the United States. It was it was actually outlawed. 
um, because the celebration surrounding it were just full of way too much debauchery. And, um, you know, it was later adopted. But, you know, um, just know that whenever, whenever America adopts a custom, you know, it's never for a righteous reason, ever. It's never for a righteous reason. You know, righteousness tends to be stripped away from uh, the American paradigm. But uh, anyway, so like I was saying, so, you know, um, we're talking about an outlawed celebration. And, and there was a reason, there was a connection, and you know, why it was celebrated. But the first thing, like I want to say to our Nubians is that we don't associate like I said, with, with the secular world. That's not, we're not striving. And a, and a lot of people do that because they don't have a kingdom that they're, they're a part of. So they look at um, the stronger society or the dominant society in their mind as being what they should assimilate with. So, you know, whether you're in church or or the quote-unquote conscious community, a lot of times there's an effort to look cool by reference standards of the world, and then we could say, "Yeah, I'm cool, and I'm, I'm this, I'm tough, I'm a little this, that, that, but I'm also righteous, but I'm also con- I'm woke as f u c k, you know." So there's always like this, this, this uh, assimilation, and in that, you become the world's mm, recessive. We use that word. That's a that's a more kinder word than the word I was getting ready to say. It starts to let it be. <laughs> but you become the world's recessive in that sense. And and we're not striving, you know, our tail isn't pointed down, it's pointed up. We're not striving to dive in, and excuse me again for all that background noise, you know. Um, I'm kind of like outside, you know, in between stops. But we're not striving to assimilate ourselves with what the earth is doing and the degeneracy of the body, you know, represented by the earth. We're striving to align ourselves with the um, upward mobility of the soul, you see. So, um, again, like I said, uh, you know, when you're speaking to, like, your Christian relatives about Christmas and I guess Easter would be the other one, maybe maybe around that time if I, you know, find myself hearing some of this complaining and whining <laughs> that's that some, some have... Uh, allowed me to overhear then maybe i'll i'll break down easter too but there's already a breakdown that i did at easter online um and we don't do easter no one should be doing uh easter really but uh definitely not christmas um when you read isaiah forty seventeen, right uh isaiah forty seventeen uh says that all nations before him are nothing and they accounted to him as less than nothing and vanity. So what that essentially means is like um, when you're dealing with Yah or the Most High or the Creator, um, what you may see as being something great in terms of the nations and the nationhood that other people have built up, it means nothing to the Creator. It's counted as nothing and, and just vanity. All right. So that's just an admonition like you don't need to or maybe you should not be trying to um, assimilate yourself with the nations, the, whether it be the nations of heathens, you know, or the nations of disbelievers. And Christmas is just that. It's an assimilation because 
Most people who claim to be Christian, if you ask them why they do it, they well, that's just what we do. It's tradition, and tradition is one of the most dangerous things. It's one of the most dangerous things, you know. So it, it, if it's not in the Bible, and it has nothing to do with even the birth, birth of your Savior, the person who you claim to be your Savior, where are you getting that from? Where are you getting this idea from, you see? Um, when you read, uh, and I'm just... I'm just going to spit off the top of my head a couple of um, scriptures that you can use in retaliation if you need to. Now, I don't. So I'm going to tell you personally, uh, pretty much everyone is around me knows they know, <laughs> you know, and, and even if they don't know, I'm not really interested in, in getting into it. But I do understand that some of you uh, sometimes may find, may find yourself cornered or you still live with your parents and things like that. And. Um, you just don't know what to say. You say, well, I don't, I don't celebrate it. Why? I don't, I just don't. It's not right. You know, well, you could take that approach, but another approach is, you know, make them sharpen their own iron. You know, I'm not going to even utilize my own knowing. I'm not going to utilize my own awakening. Well, I am utilizing it, but you might say, I'm going to utilize your own teachings and let's see how committed you are to what you say you are. And of course, I promise you, once you do this and you start citing scriptures, they're going to say, well, you know what? It's not about all that. It's just about a time when we can all get together. They're going to they're going to do that. That's 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 uh, that's the next the next level. <laughs> but, um, you know, even if you read First um, Corinthians 10 and 7. You know, First Corinthians 10 and 7 says, Neither be idolaters as were some of them as it is written. The people sat down and drink, to eat and drink, and then they rose up. You know, so it's, it's speaking about how you might fellowship through eat and drink or through feast and festivities um, with people who are idolaters, you know, or what they would call people who are disbelievers. You know, so again, it's, it's this idea that's reinforced that um, you're assimilating yourself with those who you shouldn't. And I said, you know, like, again, December 25th is not a terrible thing if you understand the real history, but nothing to do with the birth of Christ. Um, in that, you'd have to look at, uh, you could go through John 10. Can't give you the exact verses off the top of my head. But in John 10, you get into um, understandings about the Feast of Dedication. It starts with that, talking about, it's a time when um, Yahshua was basically um, being approached by the Pharisees, by, by the Pharisees, and they were like, "Oh, how long are you going to keep us in suspense? Like, what what is your real name? Who are you?" Like, they were basically goading him, and this was during the Feast of Dedication, right? Now, the Feast of Dedication, many of you may know as Hanukkah, okay? And it was a time. Um, it's a great story for you to read and understand. Um, it was a time when um, the Hebrews. They killed um, a bunch of the Greeks, you know, um, because it was a Macedonian king by the name of Antiochus. And um, Antiochus at that time, he had control of Jerusalem and he had aligned himself with some, um, we could say some, some Hebrews that were, he had aligned himself with some Hebrews that were actually rebelling against the culture. So... Um, at that time, King Antioch had went to Kemet or Egypt, 
and to conquer. He almost conquered it, but he went over there to conquer Egypt. So while he was away, you had the Maccabees. They were a family, and they took a thousand soldiers, and they rushed into Jerusalem. These were Hebrews, and they were able to take Jerusalem back. Right, and it was said that their fighting had ended around December 25th, or on December 25th, they had actually taken the city at that point, and um, then they had lit some candles in the temple, and they lit candles that were only supposed to last for 24 hours, but instead they lasted for eight days. Right, so it was like after they had done all of the blessings and the rituals and stuff, and then lit the candles in the shrine. You know, um, it had lasted for that long. So that's where you get the eight days of Hanukkah, right? So there's your, your December 25th piece, right? Uh, but it was never something that was necessarily required to be celebrated in the way that um, Christmas turned into a Christmas became. Of course, we know December 25th was the birth of Saturnalia. And it was an opportunity to worship the sun, really, S-U-N, which is the reason why the, the, the Roman Catholic Church, and it was the reason why the Roman Catholic Church had, of course, changed the actual Sabbath from Saturday to Sunday. Um, and it also to just show their power, like, we can do it, because they always were, you know, they always were very interested in showing their power over Yah, or over the Creator. That's... That's the whole intention of the other Catholic Church. You know, they're, they're not Christians. They're something completely different. And that's why you see, well, uh, I digress. That goes to Texas to another place. But anyway, so, um, you know, there's this idea, that, again, that um, that particular day and that particular celebration didn't necessarily have anything to do with the creator of the universe. And you, you have to... Think about when people begin to say, okay, things like, well, you know, it's just something we do. And I know people have turned it into this or it started out as this, but we turned it into that. And, you know, you shouldn't be doing anything that resembles or aligns yourself with people who are not walking the path, period. And some people will take those kind of statements in a very strong way and, you know, they'll, they'll turn them and twist them. But, again, you can use those same scriptures to explain this to your family and friends or whatever, you know, um, Jeremiah 10, you know, when you re- read Jeremiah 10, it tells you, hear ye the word, uh, the Lord spake it. This is when, it, um, Yah was speaking to the house of Israel and it said, um, uh, thus say the Lord, learn not the way of the heathen, right? So learn not the way of the heathen and be not dismayed, dismayed at the signs of heaven for the heathen are dismayed at them. So it basically it's like whatever, um, people who are not in the covenant of Yah are worried about you shouldn't be worried about if you're moving and walking in that covenant because it says um, for the customs of the people are vain for one cutteth the tree out of the forest the work of the hands of the workmen uh, with the axe they deck it with silver they deck it with silver and gold and they fasten it with hammer and nails that it move not now what they're talking about is the tree this is a tree now that's decked with silver and gold and, um, you know, fastened up with hammers and hammers and nails, you know. And ultimately what they're speaking about is an artificial tree, you know, uh, which, of course, we see throughout the Christian Christmas uh, season. But again, when you when you read that that verse, it tells you, you know, um, for the customs of the people are vain, 
It's the first thing it says, you know, the customs of the people of Ain. So, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a warning there, <clears throat> excuse me, not to associate yourself with the customs of these people who do these particular things, right? Uh, even if you read Deuteronomy 12, Deuteronomy 12, um, that's where you hear Israel come out from among them and be ye separate, touch not the unclean thing, right? So, again, it's the same idea. Like, why are you associating yourself with these individuals who, you know, um, who are not on the same on the same frequency, if you will? And even in that, you know, it speaks about, um, I guess you could say, the um, the unhebrew Origins or the wicked origins of some of that Christian under, I'm sorry, uh, some of that Christmas understanding when it says like, um, uh, what is it? Uh, what is it? Right. It says, um, you shall not do after all the things that we do here this day. Every man whatsoever is right in his own eyes. And what that's saying is like, you know, that's, that's that whole, you know what? I do how my spirit leads. I do, I do what I feel is right. I chew the meat and spit out the bones. So instead of following the commandments that have been put in front of you, you decide to interpret on your own and do your own thing. So yeah, I know Thanksgiving was wrong. Yeah, I know it was about a slaughter, the slaughter that day of 770 natives, um, after they sat down and, and had a meal with, with, you know, explorers who came here and they got up from the table and slaughtered almost 800 of them, 770 something to be exact. Yeah, I know that's wrong, but this is the way I see it. You see, um, this is what I've turned it into. So it's the same thing with Christmas. It's like, yeah, I know this may not be right and he wasn't born on that day or this, that, yeah, 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 yeah. But this is how I see it. So, you know, that idea of trying to do what's right in your own eyes and, and your eyes are perverted by the world. That's why the divine has left instructions for you. So you don't have to try to figure it out. But, you know, um, you know, even in, in that Deuteronomy, it says further down, um, uh, the Lord thy God shall cut off the nations from before thee. Um, where thou go to possess them and thou secedest them and dwell in their land, their land. Um, and, but then like the important part of that is when it says, um, it talks about the snare. It says, take heed, uh, to thyself that thou be not snared following them and that after they be destroyed before thee and that thou inquire not after their God saying, how did these nations serve their God? Even so will I do likewise. So. And I might be missing some words in between here, and I'm, I'm flowing off the top. But you know what it's basically saying is like when you go in into when you go in to conquer someone who's beneath you, who's living like a beast, who's living wild, who has rebelled, and you know waged open rebellion against the created universe. Don't then turn around and say, "Huh, they was over here doing this. I wonder what it's like to do that." Or they were over here serving this demi demigod. Let me go serve this, serve this demigod. You know, and and you can you can look at that war, that battle inside of your own soul. Like when you wage the war against your sleeping self and you become that consciously aware and you become that conscious giant, you don't go back into the the debauchery of your flesh and say, "Okay, well, let me see what god was I serving again." Oh, sugar sports, pornography, <laughs> you know, uh, money, material possessions. Yeah, let me let me set up an altar to those energies again. See, that's a part of that I'm conscious 
or I'm woke as F-U-C-K, but I'm gangster. That that's that's what that is, you know. So like, um, that next verse says, um, uh, "Thou shalt not do so unto the Lord thy God, for every abomination to the Lord which he hated, have they done unto their gods. For their sons and their daughters they have burnt into they have burnt in the fire to their gods. What things soever I command you, observe to do it. Thou shalt not add thereto, nor diminish from it." So that's just talking about like human sacrifice. So you can you can liken that to abortion. Now again, I digress. I don't want to go all off, but you know it's saying what I command you, observe to do it. Like don't add it when it says thou shalt not add thereto, nor diminish from it. Don't add anything. Don't take away from it. We don't need you to embellish upon um, <laughs> um, uh, the, the celebration or the dedication of feast. You know, especially when you read Amos is. Um, Amos five twenty one, and I'm giving you guys these scriptures so you can go and and I might have a verse off here and there, but I believe it's Amos five twenty one, uh, where he says, I, "I I hate and despise your feast days, and I will not smell in your solemn assemblies." See all this noise around me? Please excuse the um the clogs, but um. In any event, <laughs> so, you know, again, it's, it's that idea of like, you know, you're putting these things before or, or you're putting a divine name on certain things. And the creator is saying, I, I don't have anything to do with that. In fact, I hate it. You know, if you think about even the apostles, and these are all things that you can pose to your, your, your people. Like the apostles didn't celebrate Christmas. That that wasn't something that they celebrated. In fact, you don't have any records of the, of the apostles celebrating any of the holidays of the world. You see, so like when you read First um, John two fifteen, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. You see, so when you're celebrating these 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 holidays of the world, you're aligning yourself with with the world, and and the Father's not in it, and that means. The Father's not with you in that moment, you know, because like I said, if any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. You can't have both. You can't serve two masters, right? Um, there's another one. Uh, you can give him Galatians 3.17. And whatsoever you do in the word, in the word, no, whatsoever you do in word or in deed, you do all in the name of, of Yahshua, giving thanks to Yah and the Father by him. Right. So, again, the idea, don't try to do worldly things or secular things that are wrong and then try to put God in it later. You see, like that's kind of what with that saying there, um, you know, and then like the first thing your family's going to tell you, like, hey, we all we've always done this. You've always done this. You grew up on this. Right. Like I said, tradition is is dangerous. You read Mark seven, nine. Um, you can give him that. And Mark 7, 9 says, um, um, and Yahshua said unto them, full well, you reject the commandments of God so that you may keep your own tradition. He said it straight out. Like you reject the commandments so you can keep your tradition like that. It doesn't really, it doesn't really get much more clear, um, you know, than that. Um, 
you know, the whole December 25th thing, you know, Rome started to commemorate the birth of Christ. But, you know, you got to understand that a, com- a commemoration is not the same as a birth. Just like uh, Dr. Martin Luther King's Day, we have off on a day that's not actually his birthday. You know, so to historicalize that day is a mistake. Um, it's a it's a commemoration. And let's not forget it was the Romans who killed him anyway. According uh, to the to the the story, and Christmas was never among any of the early festivals of of the church. There's a lot of things that weren't, you know. Um, it was always understood, even in ancient times, that December 25th was the feast of Saturn, celebrating the birth of the Sun. That that was that was never up for question. It wasn't, you know, it, it wasn't anything that anything wondered about, and it wasn't into the 19th century. That uh, Christmas became started to be celebrated in America, and like I said, they had outlawed it up into the 19th century because during Saturnalia is a wild celebration. You know, you could read up on it, but there's a lot of um, there's a lot of dookie love, and there's a lot of uh, going home and beating your wife, and you know, it's 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 not a um, it's it's not a pretty <laughs> type of uh, celebration. So it was outlawed. It was a, it was a criminal offense. Until the 19th century, you know, um, you know, now this is, is another important thing. You know, I was thinking um, when someone has shared with me some of their, their Christmas troubles and I was thinking about Deuteronomy 12 again. I was kind of just I was giving them some some scriptures that they could use. And I kind of was just staying in Deuteronomy at the time. Um, but if you read Deuteronomy twelve twenty eight, where it says Ob- observe and hear. Uh, all the words that I command you and um, that it may go well with you and with your children after, after you forever, because when thou do, which is good and right in the sight of the Lord, thy God. So what that's saying is that if you follow the commandments and do what I tell you, things will go well for you and your children. But when you don't, you bring plagues to yourself. Now, there's an easy one. How many times have I spoken to you all and talked to you about, you know, you don't need all these rituals if you just act right. You see, you want to do whatever you feel like doing or whatever is right in your own eyes. I quoted that one earlier. And then when it doesn't work out, now you want all these readings and all these ebos. And then I always say what? It's not going to work. It doesn't work when your mind is not right. The whole key is you got to master your mind and you master your mind by aligning your mind with the creator's mind. So that means the commandments you have to you have to live by those commandments and in doing so you remove plagues or you keep plagues from you even when you read verse 30 it says take heed to thyself that thou be not ensnared by following after them and and that when they and that they be destroyed before thee and do not inquire after their gods right so and it says how did these nations serve their gods even so will i do likewise you see so you know um it's really important and i mean i could i could give you a bunch of scriptures but honestly i think after two two or three you won't really have much of an issue um with them if they if they say that they're doing it for christian beliefs and you know and then there's always the easy one second corinthians 6 and 14 be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers for what fellowship have righteousness with unrighteousness and what communion have light with darkness okay i know you guys see all this stopping and going um it's just getting noisier <laughs> around where i am so i keep stopping um and this is uh and like i said i got a boogie in a minute i've been taking a little longer than i wanted to but okay
So um, I was thinking even Revelations twenty two fourteen scripture, I always kind of like, because there's a reference to the Kabbalah tree of life, but it says, blessed are they that do this, his commandments, that they may not have a right, that they may have the right to the tree of life. It may enter into the gates, into the city. That's a very important thing when you talk about entering to through the gates, because um, there's another scripture where Yahshua says, I am the gate. Right, and, and now we get into that SU energy, you know, the gate of the gatekeeper, you know. But it speaks about those who come in from the side and not through the gate are robbers and thieves. You see, so um, the idea there of, of keeping those commandments now, you're going in through the, the proper the proper gateway into the into the city, and you're eating of the tree of life. That represents receiving a more having a more abundant life. You know, not having to do rituals every five minutes to pay your rent or your credit card bill. Okay. Um, because you are keeping those commandments. Right. Um, Luke sixteen fifteen is another good one. Uh, and he said unto them, ye, ye are they which justify yourselves before men. Right. Um, but God knows your heart. For that which is highly esteemed among men is is the things that are abominations in the sight of God, you know. So another important one you could throw, I don't say throw at him now. I'm talking like it's a fight or so, but I guess for some of you maybe it is. But you can share that one, you know. Again, um, just because it feels good and it gives you a warm fuzzy feeling doesn't mean that there's God in it. That's that whole well, you know. The big guy upstairs knows upstairs knows my heart. God knows my heart. No, it doesn't work that way. You keep the commandments and the things that you may esteem highly might actually be abomination in sight of God. You know, that's something for you to even consider, like when when they want you to celebrate things that you don't maybe think are celebration worthy. You know, I went through that recently with a good friend of mine. His sister, um, it just had. Well, when she was pregnant, actually, we started going through it with her third. This is the third baby. No, wait a second. The third one. This is the third one. So she had put some pictures up on social media, her pregnant. You know, the the black and white pictures women like to put up with them. You know, I'm the Madonna. (laughs) And I'm like, no, you're the whore. Uh, why is that? Because, you know, I asked, I, w- I asked him, I was like, yo, so who, what, is she married now? Nah, she's not married. Huh. Okay. This is the third baby. Third guy. Still no, no, no marriage. And these are, they're like staunch church people. These people, they're, they, but church is, yeah, that's a whole nother thing. That's a whole nother subject. <laughs> but, um. So he was like, yeah, we're having a little thing, a little get together. I said, you can count me out. Now, I've known her since she was like a little, little girl. So she's probably like, she's, oh, man, she's probably in her, I'm going to say late 30s now. Yeah, she's got to be in her late 30s by now. And I've known her since she was about 10, 9, 10 years old, right? Um. So I'm like, no, nah, I'm not. I don't want nothing to do with that. He was like, come on, man, don't you know, don't start that. Da 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 da. And I and and he's he's actually a minister himself. Um, and I said, why would you be celebrating something like that? It's a tragedy. So she she turns out another bastard to the community, and we're supposed to celebrate. I'm supposed to, to, to give a gift or something for that. 
because she's a breeding machine for, for white supremacy. So I give you a gift for that. Come on, get out of here with that. You know, so of course, they, they weren't really interested in my, and I didn't necessarily share with her, but I did say, hey, I'd like to meet the father. You know, because you're just taking pictures by yourself and with your babies. Like, that's an, you're, you're an embarrassment. You're an embarrassment. You know, um, and I know that may rub a lot of you the wrong way, but again, I will repeat the things that are highly esteemed among men is abomination in the sight of God. That's an abomination. You know, um, it's an abandoned nation. <laughs> you can play on words there, but it's a, it's an abomination of an abandoned nation, you know, and um no, we don't have to celebrate those things just because everyone else celebrates them. When we know good and well within our within our knowledge of doing the knowledge, and doing the wisdom, and doing the understanding to the divine laws of the universe, that that's wrong. It's not supposed to be that way. So why would we celebrate that? Why would we hold that in high esteem when the universe doesn't reflect that formation? The universe reflects sun, moon, and stars. Father, mother, child. Come on. You know, so... Um, you know, it's just important, you know, to make sure that um, when you're having these discussions that you don't always try to pull outside of the jurisdiction. Sometimes you can jump inside of the city with someone. I do it all the time. You know, people want to quote scripture with me. All right, let's let's go. You want to do it? Let's go. Being anew is not just about doing what you feel like. That's not it at all. It's about being a master of many different things. Sitting, being that energy that sits above and atop of, of all of the world religions. That's what Anu is. You're sitting above it all. So, um, you know, when maybe this, when Ramadan comes this year, I'll, I'll give you a, a Quran, Quranic breakdown. You know, I could do the same thing with the Quran. Um, I could do the same thing with the Bhagavad You know, I could do the same thing with um, the, the Tao. You know, and go through it the same way because um, the key is to find understanding. Understanding is the best part. You know, and you have to sometimes scratch and dig to get those jewels. But you know, um, and I'm and I'm not again trying to give you. I want to reiterate weaponry to go to war with your relatives, but just so you don't, if you find yourself kind of feeling at a loss, so you don't get frustrated and end up saying something that you should not be saying. You know, this is not about being mean or abusing people with the truth anyway or anything. But again, um, some of us are here to teach it. We're not here to be your friend and to give you warm, fuzzy feelings. You know, um, when you look at Matthew 5 and I think it's either 6 to 10 or 7. No, it starts at 7. And it's like um, it's saying, you know, Isaiah's prophesy of you saying, um, well, he said that you were hypocrites and and the, and the people draw nigh unto me with their mouths, and they honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. You see, so that's the whole. You know, I'm a good person. I'll go to heaven. Like God knows my my. Um, what do people say? God knows my heart. Stuff like that. Or or we're doing this and we're celebrating the birth of Christ, but it's not the birth of Christ. So what are you honoring? Who are you honoring? You know. And when it, it talks about that idea of vain worship in that same Matthew 15, you know, vain, they worship me in vain, teaching the doctrines and the commandments of men, 
not the doctrines and the commandments of Yah, but the doctrines and the commandments of men. So what that's just about is that people trying to justify doing tradition or doing the same thing the world is doing, you see. And that's you're supposed to be moving in the opposite direction. So, you know, almost literally, <laughs> literally in the opposite direction. I need some water. Water's good. So again, you know, um, like I said, I just wanted to, I, I didn't even mean to go this long. I thought it might have been like 10 minutes. Once you start quoting scripture, it, it's just, it's like, you know, the cross references. It goes on and on and on and on and on. Because I'm thinking of some more even I could give you. But, you know, just, just use those. <laughs> you got enough. Just use those and look them up first. Understand them. Study to show thyself approved. And, you know, I like I said, I, me, I don't use, unless I'm talking to like an elder, 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 and I don't want to, you know, kind of, I don't want to be dismissive. That's the only time I really throw scripture out there like that, because maybe it gives them an opportunity to think about something different than they've been thinking about for the past 200 years, you know, 100 years, however old they are. Um but if I'm talking to anyone else, usually I'm pretty short about it. You know, now I don't celebrate that. <laughs> you know, and I keep it pushing. But, um, or if I'm talking to a young person, elders and young people, young people, I might like, all right, well, check check this out. Okay, I'm with you. Thank you for the good wishes. Do me a favor. Check this out. Look this up. Look that up. Look that up. Like, for instance, I was out the other day and a guy asked me to, um, he said he told me he was a man of God. He started there. He, he said, I'm going to ask you a favor if you could buy me some food. I'm hungry. So I said, nah. Uh-uh. He said, I'm a man of God. I said, yeah, you shouldn't have said that. If you wouldn't have said that, I probably would have bought you the food. But you blew it with that one. And Because I said this. I said, we'll sit down and have lunch together. I'll feed you as much as you want. I said, but I need you to answer me one question. He said, okay. I said, what's the name of your God? And he couldn't answer the question. So I said, what, what, what God are we talking about there? Maybe we're, we're not a, uh-oh, there's my phone. I got a boogie. But I said, maybe we're not talking about the same God. Um, yeah, I got to mute that for a second. I'm a boogie. But anyway, this has been Chief. I don't get off into all that. Um, you got some work. You got some scriptures. Use them, you know, and let me know how, how it goes. All right, until such time. Peace.